of facts to fight off the liberal gaslighting. You can be in the middle of a hurricane. You have sanctuary in the city of Chicago. Or you can be on a calm day. North is still north. You could be in a thunderstorm. I am angry. We are not going back. Not ever. North is still north. People can yell at you. The hell with the Supreme Court. We will defy them. North is still north. It doesn't change fundamental things. And in this business, right is still right, even if you stand by yourself. We don't get fooled again. No, no. Live across the fruited plain and from sea to shining sea, we are converting the Marxist left one hour at a time on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. Hello, America and beyond the fruited plain. Welcome home to the Wendy Bell Radio program. Delighted to start another week with you. We were off yesterday. Great to be back in the seat behind the microphone. Love talking to you about the truth. Common sense conservative values. This is not complicated, but it seems to be apparently very complicated for everybody else. Do you guys ever feel like you're just on an island and you're looking around to see if everybody else is either playing you or is just stupid? And then you realize, oh, my gosh, they are really that stupid. Yes, that's where we are today. We've got a packed show. We've got some nice little snippets of audio sound bites for you. We got some polls. We got some facts and figures. We even have a BS board, ladies and gentlemen, because this whole Bob Menendez gold bars favors for Egypt fraud story, right? Which he's telling us, that's so not a story. I'm running for reelection. Reminds me so much of another person who's been very prominent in the news. And so we did a little give and go on the BS board. Do not miss it. Buckle up. Welcome home. It's great to be with you. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands. One nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Amen. In all sincerity, Only having done radio for a handful of years now, but certainly having a lot inside of me that bubbles forward. There are days like today where I have so much going on in my mind and I don't have a clear focus on my monologue, which is always that first segment of of time that I like to use specifically to talk deeply to you. And I will tell you in all honesty that it is that wavering right now that is perhaps the scariest part about being a live broadcaster because you don't know what's going to come forward you know it's going to be something i'm not going to swear i know that i know it's going to be clean but it can get fussy and it can get fussy in a hurry and damn it it should i'm looking around and just like i said i feel very alone Now, I have great hope. I believe I'm not. I think that we have millions and millions of people like us. Maybe they haven't found this specific program or or whatever program you hold on to throughout the course of your day where you can plug in and say, oh, thank God. Right. I'm not the only one. I believe we are a very wide army. 
I believe we have flanks of individuals who have yet not have not yet risen to join their position, but they are there and it's percolating. I believe that. But by golly, I'm done. I'm tapping. We, we have a CDC, ladies and gentlemen, when asked about about data, you, you have the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Their, their wheelhouse is supposed to be health and wellness, right? It should be. But what it really is, is a money laundering scientific fraud op meant to get you addicted to whatever shot, pill, potion, salve, whatever it is that they're peddling under the guise of, of getting well or being safe and protecting other people. And you have the CDC now refusing to share any of its VAERS vaccine adverse event reporting system data, which remember they said that they weren't paying attention to in the height of a global pandemic. The site that is for people like you and like me to, to, to go and say, you know what? I got the vaccine and something terrible happened to me and I need to report it. I need other people to know. Right. They've got this data. It is in this VAERS database that people are reporting adverse events with their heart. We could talk about a laundry list of things. I mean, hell, they knew before the first plunge in an arm that there were nine pages, nine pages of known side effects and more than 1,200 deaths, right? And they did it anyway. So now all of a sudden, if you pay attention, even, even haphazardly, to your social media. Here comes a story about, oh, scrolling through. Oh, they're making this. Oh, look at that cake. That looks good. So-and-so drops dead on the field because of what? Scrolling through, ah, oh, mortgage rates at an all-time high. A teen athlete at a high school such-and-such such, drops dead with what? I mean, how many times does it have to happen when, until you're like, um, is anybody else paying attention? Well, finally, some people started paying attention. And they started asking the CDC, yo, what's your vaccine adverse event reporting system data on myocarditis? Because we know now, even though we've known for two years, that it's causing problems with our bodies. What's the data? We're not going to tell you. Literally, this is what the CDC says. Yeah, no. Now, we've got that, but uh, you're on a need-to-know basis, and you don't need to know. Just know that it's safe and effective. Same way, all you need to know. Don't question. Don't question the numbers. Don't question the weird midnight, three in the morning stuff that goes on. Don't question all of those ballot drop boxes and the people who kept going back day after day after day at, at four in the morning when most of us are mailing our parcels, Right. Sort of like Jussie Smollett out for a stroll, needing to get a, a Subway sandwich at two in the morning on a, on a sub-zero day in Chicago, right? You are supposed to believe all of these totally idiotic things. Like what we're funding is actually a war effort in Ukraine, right? That Joe Biden is totally with it and he's, the sh- he's sharp as a tack. He's seasoned. Don't you worry about him. He's fine. <laughs> but the CDC, no. I'm sorry. So this is what got me over the weekend. So I'm with a bunch of people. And we're eating dinner. And a couple of the people at the table start talking about weird happenings with with kids that their kids are friends with. And kids that their friends or kids are friends with 
are having some strange cancers, right? A, a thyroid cancer. Well, she got her thyroid out and went through all the treatment, but it's back. And then another person chimes in and says, you know what? I've heard about that. And I heard it was such and such over here too. And then another one's like, you know what? Me too. And they're all looking at each other because they've all heard the same thing. And they're, they look at each other and there's this really awkward pause. And I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. And one of them says, I wonder what could be going on. What? You wonder what could be going? Literally, this is the first time I've ever said it. <laughs> I probably should have packaged it better. It's the vaccine! <laughs> what aren't you seeing? Ladies and gentlemen, they think because there's been no pushback, because we haven't risen and protested and, and done anything even remotely offensive, and in January 6th, by the way, was, was meant to stave off any such uprisings of, of freedom-minded you know, freedom people who are tired of being lied to they keep pushing because they know they won't get pushback. Here, put on this mask. Oh, everybody does it. Here, do this. Oh, everybody does it. Oh, we need to give more money to this war that we're not seeing any actual results from. Nobody really knows anything about. Oh, that's all. Absolutely. My taxes go up 20% for sure. For people I don't know a million miles away, terrific. I'm down with that. Really? People having problems with the vaccine, right? Nobody's talking about that. Yeah, they are. What are we doing? And so that is the cause, the central nervous system, if you will, of my ire today. Look, there are going to be people who are, are going to be unwilling to admit, dang, I, I should have been more, I should have been more careful. I, I should have asked more questions. I, I should have been less apt to be swept up in this wave of fear that was pushed to me every night on CNN and every day when I open my paper and I'm the only person in my neighborhood who still gets one. Should have known better. And I think it's going to be a very strong individual who's able to save, to see their son or daughter suffer or worse and look in the mirror and say, God, I have been a believer for too long. I've believed that my government gives a rip. I believed that science was about actual health. I believed facts and figures were demonstrable and proven. I believed that we should be a melting pot until the border opened up. I believe that, that all of these things that should be self-evident were that way, but they've been corrupted and abused by people who suck. And so now we've got, we've got sides. You've got the willfully blind and those who suck and those of us who are like, no, because you're going to try to do it again. You're going to try to pull another BS maneuver on us. It either makes us sick, makes us go broke, makes us fight, takes our eye off the ball, and I'm not falling for it. And so, hell no. If that makes me a one-mom army, so be it. If you want to join me, you've come to the right spot. And I encourage you. Get the Wendy Bell Radio Network app. Follow along on the live stream. Share with someone that needs to be awakened. Because they can only bully us as long as we allow it to happen. But I tell you, my friends, my Ralphie moment is coming. And I'm about to lose it on these people who hate America. All right, stunning results over the weekend. Washington Post, ABC poll. No, 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 don't pay attention to it. 
That's an outlier poll. <laughs> really? It's always an outlier poll when Donald Trump is kicking everyone's butt. We got it for you next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. You know when you hear that music bed, <laughs> the things are getting a little heated in the studio. Hey, look, I'd rather have it this way than just kind of coast along like a like a ball on the ocean, bobbing along with the current, happily just ba-ba-da. That's not me, ladies and gentlemen. I see it all. I'm reading it. I'm listening to it. It's total insanity. And you, you got to love when they do these polls. And they, I'm sure these companies peg gobs of dough to put on these polls, right? So they're not going to sit on a poll, I don't think, that comes off bad for, for Biden, I think. Especially now that they're trying to eliminate him. Because it is, you notice, they're trying to dump Joe fast. He's supposed to be speaking, I think, today. Is he talking today with the auto workers? Let me ask you this. How many of you believe the auto workers should boo the everlasting liver out of Joe Biden? Think about, think about the idiocy of the administration that is bent on climate garbage that's going to ship jobs overseas, that's going to fundamentally change how you drive and then take away how many thousands of jobs and make them completely obsolete. Donald Trump is right. Selling auto workers down the river. You're going to let Joe Biden swoop in and get a photo op because Donald Trump, of course, said he was going to come to the auto workers on Wednesday in advance of the the. Republican debate in California. And he's like, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be with my people. Uh, how blind, how deaf do you need to be to be a union member who doesn't realize that your party that you've supported forever sucks and doesn't care about you? Blacks are waking up. We got some sound on that front. Wait till you hear this. Calling Joe Biden a slave master. What? Oh, yes. Headline Breitbart, Washington Post, ABC poll. Trump takes commanding 10-point lead over Biden. Now, depending on where you get your information, I read the same story on the Washington Post. The Washington Post leads its coverage of this poll, saying that neither Joe Biden nor Donald Trump is wanted by their constituents. And then they're gonna say, Donald Trump is cruising to, to blasting every of his competitors out at the, in the primaries. So wait a minute, apparently people do want him. Do want him. So let's read some of the nuance, but the one thing that they bury in here I find very interesting. Joe Biden struggling to connect with Americans. He's not struggling to connect. He's a freaking puppet. Obama is pulling the strings, trying to destroy America, make everybody miserable, broke, insecure, unsafe, drug addicted, and dependent on a big bloated government, which he controls. Period. My work is done. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. I'll be here all week. Connecting, struggling to connect. No, no, no. No. He's lacking engagement with a skeptical public. He's never had engagement with the public. Joe Biden, since 1973, was a dip. Okay? He is a complete clod. He is a fraud. He was groomed by the Democrat National Party to be exactly what he is. A placeholder for something far more sinister, which is gross. And we know it. Oh, no, they say Donald Trump's got him by nine or ten points. That's not the part that has me intrigued. 
Biden's overall approval, 37 percent. Really? 37 percent of people are looking at their freaking checking accounts going, you know what? This is really a fantastic time. I hope we can prolong this for as long as possible. Don't try to tell me 37 percent of people are that stupid. Down from 42 percent in February. Whatever. 56 percent Americans disapproving of him. Blah, blah, blah. Trump by 10 independence trump by 13 yeah 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 that's fantastic who wouldn't want donald trump for god's sakes this is interesting though kind of buried at the bottom the survey also asked people whether looking back they approve or disapprove of the way trump handled the job when he was president the result was 48 percent saying they approve, 49% saying they disapprove. Why is that significant? Because 48% approval is 10 points higher than when he left office, allegedly in January of 2021. All of a sudden, people are realizing, hmm, he's not that bad after all. Our streets were safer. We didn't have weird people pouring into into the country by train. By overloaded rail car, right? Being bussed in, boated in, flown in, trained in. Like, what? All of a sudden now, people are like, hmm, maybe he wasn't so bad. Look, there's there's no way Donald Trump is losing this thing. No way. And I don't believe that there is fraud in the world able to cover the spread. But what there are are 14 months of utter destruction a floodgate of come on in like we have never seen they have a short period of time to put the screws to each and every one of us ladies and gentlemen and the foot is down on the gas all right nbc makes it obvious joe ain't our guy don't go anywhere we've got it for you next on the wendy bell radio program Welcome back to the Wendy Bell Radio program. You know, it's a shame. Joe Biden stepping in the racism turd yet again, saying something he should not. We've got sound of it. It's it, literally it's painful. And and we're not doing it right here, Brock. I don't need for you to get you know panicked. I wasn't trying to drop a, you know, a bomb on you there. But we're going to play some sound for you a little bit later in the show. But you have to love how the entire structure of the the candy shell that's called the Democratic National Committee or party is totally getting cracked. All these people who are allegedly in support of the laborer are the ones who want to ship the jobs overseas. The people who are supposed to be in charge of the teachers, right? The head of the teachers union is traveling more and doing more in Ukraine. And she is here in the United States as yet another failed school report card. And I think I'm going to get more into it tomorrow with this whole thing with Baltimore, Project Baltimore. If you haven't followed them, I think it's a guy on the TV there who's just a badass. And he just digs and digs and digs and gets these report cards. And the report cards are awful. And when you add up how much money is being spent per public pupil, public school student, in these districts, and then you see how much the superintendent is making, 
And then you hear how they cover for it, how they redact information, and they try to send you on this wild goose chase to find basic things. It's our taxpayer dollars. Ought you not know how children are performing in, in your community? Ought you not know the dangers, the risks of a medicine before they euphorically push it out on you? Ought you not know all of that? Where every, every red cent of your money is going in Ukraine? Ought you not know? Of course. But if you ask, or you say, you know what? I got this weird feeling, like, we're kind of getting ripped off. Ah, you're a Putin puppet. Ah, vaccine denier, right? Ah, you're a, you're an elections, you know, denier too. No, I just have common sense. And none of this adds up because it's not supposed to. You're just not supposed to push back. That's what they're counting on. How racist is this? Can you imagine being Kamala Harris? First of all, she's an idiot, okay? She's an idiot. She's always been an idiot. Joe Biden, idiot. Always been an idiot. Nobody's surprised. Nobody's like, wow, I really had such high hopes for him. He has had this stellar career. He's really the top of his game. I'm so surprised it just didn't turn out. He's a moron, right? Kamala Harris, a functional idiot. And so we're supposed to be talking about this hook coming out for Joe Biden. Now talk of 25th Amendment, right? Haven't heard about that. So now they're dropping this. Okay, Hook is in the wings. They're ready to pull in Joe Biden. Oh, no. Who's waiting there? Well, it's Kamala. Now, don't mind you that she's a moron and can't communicate with children or foreign dignitaries or the media or anybody. Or that she was the 5G czar, that she's supposed to be the border czar, and she's now supposed to be some gun czar. She's She's an abject zero. Nancy Pelosi even said so. It's the job. You don't do much as vice president. Well, then, Houston, maybe we ought to be rethinking this, right? Can you imagine being the first black female, whether or not you believe what happened was lawful to put her there? Can you imagine being her right now? Why do I say this? So South Carolina's James Clyburn, arguably one of the most pivotal figures in Joe Biden's quote-unquote election in 2020, got South Carolina behind Joe Biden, right? Despite his numerous racial gaffes calling Barack Obama when he was then a senator, clean, articulate, that's offensive, right? Talking about, well, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. Talking about his weird stories, right? Jim Clyburn says about Kamala Harris something really intriguing. And we're going to play this for you here in just a minute. Because it's insulting to Kamala and anybody paying attention. Before that, I want to set the table for you. NBC now has pulled the plug on Joe Biden. And they've got a guy at the monitor, right? Woo, he's waving his arms. He's super, he's super enthusiastic. He's digging into it like, oh, and then we over here, we've got all oh, the numbers dropping and this is coming. And like a really enthusiastic meteorologist or one of the fake weather casters out there pretending that it's really windy when it's not during a storm. So he's going to be talking about, oh, this is not looking good. So she, this is Krista, Kristen, Kristen Welker. She's the fill-in for, she's the new face, Chuck Todd, Meet the Press on NBC. And they're going to be bouncing off of this whole 30 some odd percent 
approval rating of Joe Biden, but Kamala's 31% approval rating, which is absolutely abysmal. Crap central. And I want you to hear how, they, how they're how they going to set it up. Basically, she sucks. And everybody knows she sucks. And there's no way to put lipstick on this pig. Audio soundbite one. I know that you are saying you don't look at the polls too much, but our poll does show her favorability is actually lower then President Biden, and even then former President Trump, why do you think she's not resonating more with voters? Kristen, um, I, I know that you're a black woman, too, and you're talking to a black man about a black woman, but it, it really goes beyond anybody and their race or their gender. She sucks. Everybody knows it. There is nothing redeeming about Kamala Harris in any capacity at all in our government, period. California doesn't want her back. We don't want her either. Listen to what Jim Clyburn says, though. He's going to basically say anybody who doesn't like a black woman who's broken the ceiling. Oh, my goodness. What an accomplishment. If you don't get down with that, you're a racist. Here's Clyburn. Go. What do you think the issue is? Uh, Because when you compare the first uh, woman of color and first woman uh, to be vice president of the United States, and compare that to all of the history before, you will get that. You will get that, meaning inherently, we are sexist and we are racist creatures. You're gonna get that. She's black and she's female. This is to be, do you know how, how absolutely offensive that is? If I were Kamala Harris, I would be offended. Look, don't hire me because you've got some quota. Hire me because I'm better than everybody else. Don't support me because you've got some box to check. I don't want to be your little box checking boy, right? Hire me because I'm extraordinary. And I'm consistently so. And because I provide something that is of benefit to others. There's no benefit to anybody here. It's racism, he says, but this is truly insulting. If I were to be in Kamala Harris's seat, the first potential female president, not because of my own merit, but because I'd be failing upwards into the position because Joe Biden is old and he's a hack and everybody knows it. And his usefulness has come to an end, right? He's overseen as the placeholder of a chapter in American history of tremendous suck. And it's time for him to move aside, right? So he's going to say, not that Kamala is a tremendous orator. When she speaks, you feel like she's talking to you. She has lived experience. She understands. She fights for people. She loves America. She's dripping in the American flag. All of these wonder her her time dealing with international leaders makes her second to none. She's in this fantastic position. There is nobody better positioned than Kamala Harris to be president of the United States. If, of course, that was the case. But when it's not the case, Jim Clyburn has to say this in his defense of Kamala Harris possibly ascending to 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. I think that during this campaign, she will demonstrate as she did in that hall last night, that she knows exactly what she's doing. She has the capacity 
and the capability uh, to be president of the United States if called upon uh, to do so. She has the, ca- the capacity and the capability. She's capable. If, if I was going for a job interview and Brock was my reference and the, the potential boss I was interviewing with called Brock as a reference of me and Brock answered, well, she has the capacity to be good. She, she's got the capability to, to do something, right? I'd punch him in the face. I want to hear, you don't want anybody else. She's your girl. That's gross. That's what they're trying to sell. Kamala Harris. It's, his, it's history. Not that it's bad. It's not that it's bad policy because she's terrible. Right? We've got to do this. It's time. Well, it's time gave us Barack Obama. It's time gave us that zero of epic divisive nature, who I dare say began the unraveling of the harmony of the United States of America. Corrine Jean-Pierre. Hey, Corrine. 37% in this new Washington Post ABC poll. My goodness, <laughs> that sucks for Joe. How do you respond? Oh, can't wait how, how she's going to spin this. Let's go. One. 37% approved? I hear you. I hear you. But it is, look. Our focus is going to be on um, on what we can do to continue to deliver for the American people. Polls are polls, right? They are going to be all over the place. Uh, they are going to they're going to um, you know they don't tell the whole story actually, and that is just the way a poll is. God, do you guys have a single person of any value? Is there one person? Is there one honest person? In the Democrat Party, on the communist, socialist, Marxist side, the progressive, is there one person who tells the truth? Wouldn't that be so refreshing? Wouldn't you be like, oh my gosh, what just happened? They cannot do it because every single thing that they're doing is bad. And the only way to spin it is to lie and to tell you that no, no, no. You've got it all wrong. It would be like me going back to the orthopedic surgeon who fudged up my foot and put a toe joint implant in my foot to tell me as I'm limping around in more pain than I was before. No, 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 no. You just don't understand. That is titanium. That is, in fact, makes you biotic. Uh, You are a superwoman now because of that toe. And the pain that you think you feel is a figment of your... That's what the media wants you to think. That's not true. In fact, you feel great. You are great. Keep voting for me. This is where we are. But she's going to drop more more egg on the faces of the media here. And we're going to get to this. How troubling are these, are these polls, Corrine? How troubling is it? Well, I'll tell you. It's pretty daggone troubling when you've got Corrine Jean-Pierre shifting through her folder of tabs, looking for the requisite answer. Maybe one of these days she'll just be like, yeah, you know what? We suck and apparently everybody's on to us. Next question. That I would cover. (laughs) Don't go anywhere. You tuned into the Wendy Bell Radio program. More after this. I had to have the oh, 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 oh. Sorry. (laughs) Welcome back, guys. All right, so Corrine Jean-Pierre, you know, it's, it's a shame 
uh, and I'm tapping out. You know, I have to listen so I can share certain tidbits with you so you guys know and are up to speed on the lunacy that, that we, are call, we are being told is effective government. I mean, they're coming out and they're saying, let's finish the job. We're this close to ruining everything. Let's, let's keep it going. If those auto workers don't rise up and boo Joe Biden, Joe Biden doesn't give a rip about auto workers any more than he cares about the black vote. He doesn't care about you. He cares about using you. He doesn't care about you. I don't think he cares about anything because he's not there. And so the question is, how much damage can they inflict on our homeland and on each of us? Because ostensibly we have to put the, put the tab until we say no, right? How much damage can they inflict before he gets the hook? Well, how troubling are these polls? <laughs> That's going to be one of the questions from one of the plant journalists inside the White House press pool. How troubling? Well, it's not troubling at all. 37% approval is fantastic. 31% for, for Kamala is fantastic. You know, she's a black woman. We didn't expect much. And most people are just racist and sexist anyway, so that's why. That's your answer. That's the leadership of this country. And you scratch your head and wonder why everything's going to hell in a handbasket. Here's Corrine Jean-Pierre mumbling her way out of another hard-hitting barn-burning question. Go. 37% of registered voters, just 37% approve of the president's handling of the economy. He's at a 56% disapproval, the highest of his presidency. And 74% of registered voters say they have major or moderate concerns about the president's age and mental fitness. How troubling is that? Here's what we're going to focus on. We're going to focus on exactly what you just asked me, right? The first question, which is how do we, uh, how do we continue to support um, uh, the workers, right? We're not going to get into the litigation of, uh, of the negotiations here, but what we're going to do is continue to show uh, how much this president is working for American families. She's reading. We're, uh, uh, she has to look at notes. How troubling is it? on the eve of going to, to meet ostensibly with the auto workers. These numbers are terrible. Jonathan Carl, ABC News, who is a hack, hack, hacky, right? From Mount Hackmore, Jonathan Carl is. He was Mr. Browbeating of the vaccine, which very curiously leads us into audio soundbite number three here. Allegedly, Joe Biden got a vaccine, his booster, in private. You know, before they, they trotted him out so we could see his hairy arms. As somebody with a mask ostensibly was putting something into his arm. Whatever they told us he got the vaccine. I don't care, right? But why all of a sudden this kind of down low, he, got, he was sick, he had co- what, what? What's up with that, Kareen? Oh, this ought to be good. Go. Um, why did the White House choose to have uh, the president take his, his latest COVID booster out of public view? Uh, isn't this a time when, you know, given the promotion of boosters and how important they are, that the public might want to see that the president's have 
Yeah, so I think you all saw the pre uh, the physician's memo, his report uh, on Saturday. Uh, so certainly if you haven't, you should uh, take a look at it. Uh, so the president got uh, his vaccination. As you know, he has an incredibly busy schedule. He's got, he got his vaccination as, as uh, the earliest moment that he could. And that's what we were able to do, work that would work in his schedule. So uh, that's what happened last week. And certainly we are, um, as you just laid out in your question, we are certainly engaged in a robust campaign and it is incredibly important to us that we encourage uh, the public to get uh. vaccinated. Uh, that has been the, the way that we have moved forward when we mm -hmm. have uh, moved forward with, uh, you know, this comprehensive We move forward when we move forward. The president uh, put forth from the beginning. Oh, God, that's so, enough. That's um, enough. Because we suck. Because it doesn't work. Because you can get 74 boosters and you're still going to get a virus because that's how viruses work. And if anybody with any kind of intellectual integrity would just say that, right? I guess I just did. So why, why is this talk about the 25th Amendment now rearing its ugly head? I have an article in the Washington Times. It's that bad, apparently. What do you mean it's that bad? How bad could Joe Biden actually be? Well, let's listen to him. I don't even know where he is, and I don't care. I'm not going to hunt and peck to figure out what he's doing you know, before he calls a lid on his day at 1 p.m. But here he is telling us how he's decided to wave a magic wand and give billions and billions more of your money to another entity that, that doesn't deserve it. Let's go. Let's hear what this is all about. Go. So today I'm pleased to announce we're working with Congress to invest $40 billion in our Pacific Islands Infrastructure Initiative. We call it the PPI, anyway, it doesn't matter what we call it, but that's what it is. <laughs> I, I was going to get back to acronyms, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to withstand not doing that. Oh, for the love of all that is holy, stop spending our freaking money, you sleepy, corrupt zero. Look, I've well past the point of feeling some sorrow. All of us are touched by this. And I'm talking about dementia. Whether it's Alzheimer's or what have you, there is no debate. This dude is not well. And yet he continues to wave that wand. And your money evaporates. You had enough. I have. Oh, but Bob Menendez hasn't. We got some gold bars. We got half a million in cash, right? We got a Mercedes Benz. Oh, my goodness. The parallels between Bob and Hunter, huh? Buckle up. I got the BS board next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. <laughs> 